Well, hello, hello, my ambitious friends, and welcome to 2000 Books, where we bring you the most important actionable ideas from the world's greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm your host and former computer engineer turned entrepreneur, Manny Vaya. In this video, I will give you the top 10 ways to build self-esteem. And all these ideas come from some of the greatest books ever written on this topic, including The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem by Nathaniel Brendan, Self-Esteem by Matthew McKay and Patrick Fanning, Presence by Dr. Amy Cuddy, Epictetus's classic discourses, uh, Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Hempstetter, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, Getting Grit by Caroline Miller, and Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Okay, so let's jump into this. Let's jump into some of the best ideas on how to build self-esteem. The first of which is self-responsibility. So Nathaniel Brendan, who's the father of the modern self-esteem movement, wrote the book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem, in which he talks about the idea that self-esteem comes from taking responsibility. No responsibility, no self-responsibility, responsibility means there is no self-esteem. And what does it mean to take self-responsibility? It means you are responsible for your actions. You are responsible for the achievement of your desires. You are responsible for your values, for your goals, for your choices, for your decisions, for how you use your time. Nobody else is responsible for those things. So if there's a problem, you have to take 100% ownership. That is the birthing ground in some ways of self-responsibility. If you do not take ownership, you cannot have high self-esteem. So we have to take complete ownership of our lives while most people live in this deception where they think that if only I suffer long enough or if I suffer hard enough or if I yearn long enough, miracles will happen. But there's nothing like that. We have to take complete ownership of our lives. We have to take complete responsibility for our lives. And that's the only way we will be able to accomplish our goals and grow our self-esteem. Now, there's a really powerful exercise that I highly recommend you do. Every morning, ask yourself, if today I took 5% more responsibility for accomplishing my goals or becoming a tougher version of yourself or whatever that goal you're working towards, if you just ask yourself every morning, if today I took 5% more responsibility for whatever that goal is, what would you do? What actions would you take? You have to answer that questions to yourself. If today I take 5% more responsibility for accomplishing my number one goal, this is what I would do. And you answer that and you come up with a few answers. And in the evening, you ask yourself this question again. Hey, did I take 5% more responsibility today? And if not, what do I need to do? So there you have it, a really simple way to increase your self-responsibility by constantly forcing yourself to ask this question, what would happen? What would I have to do to take more responsibility? If today I take 5% more responsibility for whatever it is in my life, what would I do? What actions would I take? And go and do those things. Go and take those actions. That's the key. So self-responsibility, one of the most powerful ways to build self-esteem. The next big idea comes from the book Self-Esteem by Matthew McKay and Patrick Fanning. And here's the truth about most people in life. They focus, most people just focus on their weaknesses. 
and why they're struggling in life, why they have problems and challenges in life. But if you want to build self-esteem, you must also be able to take inventory of your strengths. You must be able to know, you must know what your strengths are and you must be able to act upon them. And in order to do that, I have a really powerful exercise for you. Here's what you do. Uh, write a self-description of yourself based on your strengths. Incorporate all the strengths you have, what you like about yourself, what you don't like about yourself, and why you like about why you like those things about yourself. Maybe include stories from your past life of how you employed your strengths to gut to get what you want to accomplish your goals, how you overcame challenges using your strengths. Talk about those. Write a big self-description based on your strengths. And the next thing you're going to do is read the self-assessment to yourself every single day. And every single day, as you read to, read that self-assessment, the strengths-based self-assessment to yourself, you should improve it. You should make modifications to it. You should add details to it. And you, you should make it better and better and better. And what will happen as a result of that is you will become more and more aware of your strengths and the things that you have been able to accomplish using your strengths. Another way to look at it is to actively integrate your strengths, actively integrate your strengths. So pick the three most powerful strengths you have in your life and recall the times when you used those strengths and replay those situations in your mind and feel them. You're basically visualizing how in the past you deployed your strengths to accomplish your biggest goals. And the more often you do that, the more you become of your, become aware of your strengths and the more likely you are to grow as a result of that because now you're going to take action on those uh, based on those strengths. So inventory of your strengths is really important not just focusing on your weaknesses but also focusing on your strengths thinking about your strengths focusing on your strengths and growing your life as a result of it when you do that you will grow your self-esteem when you celebrate your strengths you will grow your self-esteem when you celebrate your strengths and when you uh, think about those strengths and when you think about how you've used them again and again you will grow your self-esteem all right, so that's idea number two. Third way to build your self-esteem is what's uh, talked about in the book Presence by Dr. Amy Cuddy. Now, here's the thing. We grow in self-esteem when we are clear on what we stand for, when we are clear about our values. When we know what our values are, we are likely to have much higher self-esteem. See, most people don't know their values. And without a centered core of values, what happens to most people is that they get thrown around by the challenges that come their way. So what is it that you value the most in life? You have to answer that for yourself. What are your most fundamental values in life? You have to identify those. Is it growth? Is it learning? Is it courage? Is it family? These are some of my fundamental values. So what are some of your most fundamental values? You have to answer those questions for yourself. You see, if you don't know your values, you will be at the mercy of external circumstances. There's a really interesting experiment that Dr. Amy Curry talks about in the book Present, where there were a bunch of candidates that were brought in for a very stressful interview. Now, half the group was asked to write about their values before the stressful interview, while the other half was asked to write about random values, values that did not hold any um, any relation, th the values that were not really useful to them. 
people, half the other half of the group was asked to write about those values. Now, here's the interesting thing from that experiment. The group that wrote about their values right before a very stressful interview succeeded at a much higher rate and they had much lower levels of stress. They actually measured them using their saliva samples. What happened was they were actually clear on what they stood for. And when people are clear on what they stand for, they're likely to have higher self-esteem. So the key here is to understand that you cannot let the world dictate what is important to you. When you are clear on your values and when you stand for what you believe in, when you stand for your values, then you will grow in self-esteem. So here's a really simple exercise for you. Identify your core values and write about how you have incorporated those values in your life and how you have used them, how you've used them in the past and how, write, write down five ways in which you will use your values to accomplish your goals, your biggest goals that you are going after right now. Okay, so that's idea number three, using your values. Idea number one was the power of self-responsibility. Idea number two was strength assessment, self-assessment based on strengths. And idea number three was um, using your values. The next big idea is to use stoicism to build your self-esteem. And I'll be talking about one of the great stoic philosophers, Epictetus, and his book, Discourses. So what does stoicism really mean? Here's a fundamental, very basic understanding of stoicism. Stoicism boils down to being able to differentiate between what's within your control and what's outside your control. Any given moment, you have to be able to distinguish what's within my control in this situation and what's outside my control in this situation. Because once you can make that distinction, then you can decide, hey, I should act on what is within my control and I should waste no energy, no time on what is outside my control. That is the most basic fundamental understanding of Stoicism. In the book Discourses, Epictetus has some really powerful quotes, one of which says, when I see an anxious person, I ask myself, what do they want? For if a person wasn't wanting something outside of their own control, why would they be stricken by anxiety? So anxiety really boils down to you wanting something outside of your own control. As long as you focus on things that are within your control, there's nothing to be anxious about. You really carry a very high level of self-esteem when you are only focused on things that are within your control because you know you can act on them. When you focus on things that are outside your control, you know you cannot act on them. So you end up wasting a lot of energy and you end up having a lot lower self-esteem as a result of it. Now here's another powerful quote by Epictetus. He says, the chief task in life is simply this, to identify and separate matters so that I can say clearly to myself which are externals not under my control and which have to do with the choices I actually control. Where then do I look for good and evil? not to uncontrollable externals, but within myself to the choices that are my own. So what's he saying? I have to look for good and evil within myself and to the choices that are my own. You might want to rewind this and actually listen to this listen to this, this really powerful quote again and again or watch this powerful quote again and again because it will give you real depth and perspective on what stoicism is really all about differentiating between what's within your control, what's outside your control, and acting on what is within your control and letting go of what's outside your control, consistently being able to do that. Because a person with low self-esteem constantly worries about the conditions outside and what 
all, about all the things that are outside the current control and feels like a victim to other people, feels like a victim to the outside world, feels like a victim to the circumstances around them. While a person with high self-esteem obsesses about what is precisely within their control, what they can act upon, and what they can do. That is the biggest difference between a person with low self-esteem and a person with high self-esteem. So here's a really simple exercise based on stoicism. In every difficult situation you face, ask yourself, what's outside my control and what's within my control? And once you identify what's within your control, ask yourself, what specific action can I take on what's within my control in order to improve my situation, in order to improve this current situation that I'm in. And you will always find answers that will help you move your life forward. And on the other hand, if you have low self-esteem and you're only focused on what's outside your control, the circumstances and the people, then you will consistently not be able to find answers and not be able to make progress. So really powerful exercise. In every difficult situation, you have to ask yourself what's within your control, what's outside your control, and then ask yourself what actions you can take. The next big idea is to architect small wins, and this comes from the book Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. You see, in order to grow your self-esteem, you have to have a winning feeling, and you have to fuel your self-esteem with momentum from your victories. So here's a really simple exercise that will help you architect small wins in your life. When you, especially when you're feeling unmotivated or lazy or lethargic or sad or in a funk, assign yourself a small task, something as simple as doing one push-up or putting five pieces of clothing in the washing machine, really simple stuff. And even write it down on a piece of paper. And once you complete it, you just cross off the task from the piece of paper. And what happens is you get a sense of accomplishment, you get a sense of completion, you get a sense of victory. And you believe that you can take action and you can get results. And when you do that, you are ready to take on bigger challenges. The sense of completion actually builds momentum and it causes you to want to take more action. You're ready to do more. It grows your self-esteem as a result. Self-esteem comes from taking action and getting stuff done. So when you architect these small wins, you're constantly growing your self-esteem bit by bit by bit. As you probably know by now, I have personally read over 1,500 business and personal development books, but do you know what is my all-time favorite book? What is that one book I read again and again and again? Well, it is a classic that was written in 1906. It is less than 50 pages long, but this book will show you exactly how to operate your mind and direct your thoughts so that you can get whatever you want in life. It is a gem of a book. Now you can download a free PDF version of this book by going to 2000books.com slash think. The next big idea comes from the book What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Hempstatter. Shad Hempstatter. You see, your self-esteem in life is a function of the conversation you're constantly having with yourself inside your head. Whatever you're telling yourself, whatever you are talking to yourself, whatever you're saying to yourself, that is dictating your self-esteem. It is almost the most important conversation you're having any given day, any given week, any given month, any given year. And the insidious thing or the good thing, depending on how you use it, is that this conversation, this self-conversation is happening uh, within your head on autopilot. It's a mental loop that's running itself without you even being aware of it, without you becoming aware of it. And in order to grow your self-esteem, in order to change your self-esteem, you have to replace the current conversation you're having. You have to replace the current mental loop, the current thinking that is constantly playing in your head, that's constantly running in your head with more empowering, more powerful 
uh, mental loops. So here is a really simple exercise for you in order to change your mental loops. Actually, there are two exercises. One is affirmations. Write down specific affirmations about yourself, the things that you want to improve about yourself, and then repeat these affirmations to yourself over and over and over again. The more you repeat these affirmations, the more you're going to cut down on the old mental loops. You will stop those old mental loops that are running and you will install new mental loops. And the other one is to write down your big goals and repeat these goals to yourself over and over and over again. And another way to do that is to write your goals 100 times a day. And the more often you write your goals, there's something very profound about writing something, even more profound than actually reading it or just saying it in your mind. When you write it, it actually hacks your um, brain's um, mental loops in some ways. So when you write your goal again and again and again, it will change. It will automatically change the mental loop. It will automatically change what you're thinking. It will automatically change the loop you're running in your head constantly again and again and again so writing probably is the most powerful way to change what you are like what you're saying to yourself writing your goals again and again is probably one of the most powerful ways to hack your mind and change the conversation that's going on in your mind so a really powerful exercise there write your goals and repeat your goals to yourself repeat your affirmations to yourself over and over and over again and that will help you grow your self-esteem Okay, the next big idea comes from the book Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins and the idea is called Finding Your Power. You see, a lot of the times people try to run away from their hardships and run away and try to hide from their hardships but the truth is the hardships in our life have toughened us. We went through them, we survived them, we struggled with them so they have made us much more powerful human beings. Yes, you had a bad hand but that is where once you overcame it, once you went through it, once you survived it, you came out stronger, you came out better, and that's where your power resides. Just like when you're in the gym and you're lifting weights, when you are lifting weights, it is a hardship, but that weight is actually making you stronger. So the hardships in your life are actually making your life stronger. Seneca, the great Stoic philosopher in his books, Letters from a Stoic, he said, I judge you unfortunate because you have never lived through misfortune. You have passed through life without an opponent. No one can ever know what you're capable of, not even you. So Seneca is saying that if you have not had any misfortune, if you have never lived through hardships, then you are unfortunate because you will never be strong. You will never know what you're capable of. You will never be able to uh, have enough strength in your life. So if you have not gone through misfortune, you are unfortunate. That's a very profound way to look at it. That's a very profound way to look at the challenges that you have gone through in life. A lot of people become victims to the challenges that they have encountered in their lives, but the key is to turn them around. So you have to use those negatives. You have to use those negatives to propel you forward. You have to own them and make them a part of your life. Yes, you had a bad hand, but realize that you are going to overcome them. You are overcoming them. You are becoming a tough person as a re result of those hardships. So what, what do low self-esteem people do? They blame their difficulties. They blame their challenging circumstances. They blame everything on the outside world. But high self-esteem people, they find power from these difficult and challenging situations. They use these difficult and challenging circumstances to become better, to become stronger, and they grow their self-esteem as a result of it.
You see, it is the tough times that make us stronger. It's the easy times that make us weaker. So here's a powerful exercise for you. Find power in everything negative that has happened in your life. Write down all the negative stuff that has happened in your life. Own it. And now think of three ways in which that negative has made you better and stronger and tougher. And as you do that, you will consistently grow your self-esteem because you will constantly see your negatives. You will constantly see those challenging circumstances as something that have helped you, that are constantly helping you become a stronger, tougher human being. So definitely do this exercise. Um, highly recommend this book, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, by the way. All right, the next big idea is how to make all conditions serve you. And this comes from the book, As a Man Think It by James Allen. So here's what James Allen said. This is probably one of my most favorite, my all-time favorite quotes. He says, to begin to think with purpose is to enter the ranks of the strong ones who make all conditions serve them. You see what's, what he's saying is, you're making the conditions serve you if you begin to think with purpose. So you see, no matter what the condition, it serves you. You are no more a victim of the circumstance if you are thinking with purpose. You are using that circumstance to your advantage if you are thinking with purpose. So if you consistently think with purpose, you will make all conditions serve you. Okay, and now I'm gonna finish up this quote. So I'm gonna start reading the quote again. He said, to begin to think with purpose is to enter the ranks of the strong ones who make all conditions serve them and who only recognize failure as one of the pathways to attainment. So when you think with purpose, you think of failure as a pathway to attainment. In the book, Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday talks about um, one of the greatest quotes from Marcus Aurelius, the great Stoic philosopher and emperor. Uh, he said, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Only when you begin to think with purpose, only when you begin to think with purpose, will you think of every failure as a pathway to attainment. Will you make all conditions serve you? And that is huge. If you want to have high self-esteem, you must never be a victim of circumstances. You make all conditions serve you. You only recognize failure as a pathway to achievement, a pathway to attainment. You see, purpose Purpose is what causes you to enter the rank of the strong ones. Enter the ranks of the strong ones. Having a purpose leads to higher self-esteem. What happens when you don't have a clear purpose, when you don't have a clear goal? Well, you become a slave to the conditions. You become a slave to the circumstances. Your self-esteem suffers. In the book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talked about the idea that definiteness of purpose is the starting point of all great achievement. Yes, your plans can change, but you must be very definite on the purpose, on the outcome that you're after. You see, the keys to purpose, the two keys to purpose are definiteness of purpose and clarity of purpose, clarity of the outcome. Um, you cannot keep on changing your purpose. That's really crucial. You cannot keep on uh, changing your purpose every day. And the other thing is you have to be able to see your purpose, your outcome as vividly or as you can. That is the clarity that you require. So here's the simple exercise to put this into action. Write down your goal and then visualize your goal as vividly as you can and become very definite about it. Do not alter your goal. So write down your goal, visualize your goal every single day in the morning and in the evening as vividly as you can. Make it as clear as you can in your mind and become very definite about it. 
what happens as a result what happens as a result of having that purpose is that you grow your self esteem you become you have much higher self esteem because you are now making all conditions serve you and you only recognize every failure as a pathway to attainment all right the next big idea is hard things to do hard things this idea comes from the book getting grit by caroline miller you see what happens with low self esteem people low self esteem people think that they can't handle what's coming their way they can't handle life's challenges they think they're not capable of winning but if you want to grow your self esteem you have to build your ability to handle life's challenges now how do you do that it's like working out in the gym every single day when you go to the gym you're working out you're lifting weights and you're making your body stronger same thing with your self esteem same thing with your own esteem same things with your character you have to do hard things in order to build your character in order to build your self esteem now here's why this exercise works as you do more and more hard things in life you begin to develop a belief in yourself you believe you can handle things you can believe you can channel you can handle challenges in life you believe you are capable of winning and that is crucial so here is a really powerful exercise i highly recommend this exercise about all exercises this is probably one of my favorite exercises on building self esteem so here it is every morning identify one hard thing you will do that day one hard thing that you haven't done in the past something that you have struggled with in the past for example running 3 miles in 24 minutes instead of your usual 26 minutes or doing 17 pull-ups in one go instead of the usual 16 or 15 or finishing your most important task within 2 hours of waking up instead of doing it much later in the day so the key here is to do that hard thing every single day decide what you're going to do decide the hard thing that you want to do and then go after it and get it done and in the evening ask yourself hey did i do that hard thing if not what do i need to change tomorrow in order to do that hard thing i cannot emphasize the importance of this exercise enough the key is you have to do you have to pick something hard that you have struggled with in the past something that you haven't been able to do yet so you're constantly pushing your boundary you're constantly pushing the limits of what you think you are capable of and the more you do that the more you uh, push your boundaries of what you think you're capable of the more you grow your self esteem because you believe you can make things happen you grow your self efficacy you believe you are at cause in this world rather than being a victim of circumstances you realize that you are able to do hard things every single day you're not a circum you're not a victim of what's happening to you you're making things happen so a really powerful exercise do hard things plan to do hard things and then do those things every single day The next big idea is to reconfigure your identity and this idea comes from the book Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Here's what Tony Robbins said uh, and I love his quote. He said identity is the strongest force in human nature and we always act consistent with our identity. You see we become the labels we give ourselves. So we carry around in our head an identity that we have or for ourselves a self concept that we have uh, in psychocybernetics uh, Maxwell Maltz Dr. Maxwell Maltz talks about the idea of the self concept and how that shapes our behavior in every single way. So your identity is actually your self fulfilling prophecy. Whatever your identity is, that's how you will act. You always act consistent with your identity. Now here's the challenge with most people. Uh, 
with low self-esteem people their feelings dictate their identity their they think about what they're feeling from moment to moment to moment and as a result they take their action and that defines their identity but if you want to get into the ranks of high self-esteem people you must identify who you want to become you must start with your identity and that will dictate your actions and the actions will dictate the feelings you have so instead of focusing on your feelings from moment to moment to moment as they're fleeting as they're changing start with the question who do i want to become what is the identity i want to assume and then take actions accordingly and that will change your feelings and that will change who you are as a human being okay so now let me guide you through some powerful exercises that will help you build your identity shape your identity and build your self-esteem as a result of it first exercise is to reconfigure your identity in any given domain identify the current identity you have for yourself and then ask yourself what is the new identity you wish to have who do you want to become and then ask yourself what actions do you need to take in order to live true to this identity you see your actions will determine who you think you are your actions will determine who you think you are every single moment once you do this one of the most powerful ways in which you can change your identity is actually changing the people you associate with you see you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so if you want to change if you want to drastically make changes in your identity associate with people whose identity you wish to have associate with winners in life associate with people who are winning in that domain that you wish to play in that you wish to have more powerful identity in the next key idea or the next exercise is to act as if you have to ask yourself who do you want to become and then you have to ask yourself what identity do you want to have then act as if every moment every day every hour every minute you have to act as if you are already the person that you want to become you have to act as if you are the person you want to become the more you act as if you are the person you want to become as we talked about earlier identity is a self-fulfilling prophecy the more you act like that person the more you will become that person and that is how you will grow your self-esteem you see high self-esteem people have powerful identities but low self-esteem people have not so powerful or weak identities and our job is to grow our identity our job is to create powerful identities for ourselves okay so now let's talk about the most important idea in building self-esteem and that is taking action on everything you've learned so far i talked about 10 great ideas to build self-esteem but you must take action on them and what i have done for you is created a self-esteem exercise worksheet all the exercises i talked about they are available in this worksheet you just go to 2000books.com bonus and you can download it for free right there and you can also get access to this mind map this free mind map uh, when you go to 2000books.com bonus or you can click right here to get access to the self-esteem exercises worksheet. Um, you see, you can talk about all these ideas, you can think about all these ideas, but unless you take action on them, nothing will change. So if you are serious about growing your self-esteem, I highly recommend you download this self-esteem exercises worksheet and work your way through them every single day. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video and I look forward to talking to you in the next video. Bye-bye. As you know, I have personally read over 1,500 business and self-help books. And as a result of that, one of the most common questions I get is, Manny, what books do you recommend? To which I always respond with this question. 
what specific area do you need help with? Because I can't really give you any book recommendations unless I know what you're looking for. So after having done this hundreds of times, I decided to create lists of my top 10 books in all the different areas of business and personal development. You can get all these lists for free at 10books.org. That's 10books.org. At 10books.org, you can get the following list for free. 10 best productivity books, 10 best mental toughness books, 10 best biographies for ambitious people, 10 best entrepreneurship books, 10 best marketing books, 10 best sales books, 10 best leadership books, 10 best books for online entrepreneurs, 10 best success mindset books, 10 best self-help books, 10 best social skills books. So just head on over to 10books.org and grab your list of top 10 books for free.